0: Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America
1: and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
2: Ms. Cardos? Here. Mr. Jansen? Here. Mr. Pato? Here. Mr. Larmer? Here. Mr. Schreer? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr.
3: Stuckey?
1: Here.
0: Um, First on the agenda this evening we do have a public hearing for um, the central school property rezoning and just to give clarification we did have a public hearing at our last meeting um, due to a number of people that were unable to attend um, and requested a continuation we had uh, opted to continue the meeting from the last meeting to tonight so that um, we could give as much of the public the opportunity to speak as possible so just to clarify that that's what we're doing this public hearing is a continuation of the public hearing from our last meeting that being said i'll read it again just for the record so everybody knows what we're doing the brecksville planning commission will hold a public hearing on thursday april 20th 2023 at 7 p.m brecksville city hall 909 i'm sorry 9069 Brexville road Brexville, ohio for consideration of a proposed zoning change at the former central school property 27 public square permanent parcel number 60134004 to r8a residential along arlington road and lb local business to the remainder of the site with an RA Apartments Conditional Use Overlay. The rezoning of a portion of the property along Arlington Street at 23 Public Square, permanent parcel number 60134005, to R8A Residential, and rezoning of a portion of 8929 Highland Drive, permanent parcel 60134003, to local business. So just to clarify, Tonight we are here to discuss rezoning of the property. Um, it, is, it is not necessarily to discuss any particular use or proposal that we don't have at this time. It's just to discuss rezoning of the property. That being said, I would turn it over to Ms. Barkowitz as she can give a brief explanation on uh, the plan.
4: Thank you, Mr. Chair. So I would like to begin by just reviewing the overall concept that is proposed before the Planning Commission. But before I do that, I just wanted to provide some points of clarification. Uh, First of all, I know there was some information on social media that there was a proposed rezoning for the Highland Drive school property to local business. Um, That is not before us, nor will it be before us. Um, I I did see that on social media. and just wanted to let everyone know that that was not before the Planning Commission tonight Um, secondly as as the chair stated um, this is really catered to a review of a proposed zoning and we don't currently have any development plans in front of us for review and we're strictly focusing on on the zoning that would allow us to in the future review development plans that are consistent with any future rezoning So the first slide I'll show you is our current zoning, which shows that the central school property is currently zoned community facilities. The next slide shows um, a a basic overview of of what we're looking to propose for the site. We're looking to propose R8A residential along Arlington Street. Um, There's a width of 324 feet along Arlington and a proposed depth of 125 feet. Um, this would permit a an absolute maximum of five residential lots. Uh, more realistically, we would be looking at four lots, um, given topography and any easements for pedestrian access or utility easements. The remainder of the site, we are proposing local business zoning district as the ba- the base zoning district, and a portion of that includes um, a section of the Comstock House property, which we would ultimately. Uh, split and consolidate with the central school property Um, so there's also before the Planning Commission the consideration of RA apartments as a conditional use overlay and that is really just a a point of discussion Um, and we just wish that they deliberate on um, on that potential overlay that would permit some additional um, housing on that site potentially for reuse of the central school structure next I just wanted to go through the proposed rezoning schedule we're currently holding our second public hearing for the proposed rezoning Uh, this has three City Council readings required before it goes to the November 7th ballot for the general election for a vote by the people additionally we just wanted to give you some context for the number of meetings that have been held in relation to the future of Central School. Uh, there's a number of them listed here. Uh, the topic has been discussed at various Planning Commission meetings, at meetings with the Resident Recommendation Committee for Central School and Valor Acres, and other meetings that pertain to the future of Central School. Um, so that summarizes what is before the Planning Commission today, and I think. What I would like to do is request that Andrew Van Noort initiate our our public hearing. Um, Andrew was the lead of the Resident Recommendation Committee for Central School. And he'll be able to provide some additional insight on uh, the past planning that has taken place since uh, prior to 2019. Thank you. Just you spell your last
5: name for me
6: sir uh, Van Nort, thank you um, this one's um, so I, I guess as Monica said um, I got involved in August of uh, 2019 um, we were um, looking at you know the school had given the city um, property and we were looking at what could possibly be done with both Uh, at that point valor acres and um, central school and uh, I got on the committee and apparently because I'm willing to talk to anybody I was became the chairman Um, and that that got I got to then come to several meetings with the mayor and um, get the committee together kind of discuss what we thought um, was best at both locations but now valor acres has kind of already been settled so um, we kind of moved on to central school um, We submitted a couple, or we published a couple surveys discussing kind of what the residents wanted to see. Um, Discussion kind of came back that nobody wanted a parking garage, nobody wanted a hotel. Um, Kind of understandable. Um, Then the discussion became, you know, what could we put in the building, and was the building feasible? Um, Building probably is not feasible, all of it, but you know, there was a discussion whether we should use the building back and forth um, and then a lot of discussion with old town residents um, that they didn't want to see a residential or they didn't want to see a uh, office or a, a retail strip um lined right in their in their their front yard essentially um, so discussion i think from the beginning kind of turned to we wanted some sort of residential along arlington um, discussion then became traffic um, nobody wants Old Town to become a thoroughfare um, and then discussion kind of turned into what would be the best option if we could repurpose part of the school and put residential um, I think there was a back-and-forth where there was you know a potential for maybe a retail location and a couple restaurants there was discussion that we wanted um, maybe sidewalks with uh, some sort of you know a cafe with um, you know, maybe like umbrellas and places that you could get something and sit down and, and uh, kind of gather as a group. Um, and then there was some discussion of um, green space and an amphitheater, but I think that kind of became um, a moot point when it was realized that we have the large park system. And if we put an amphitheater or something with a live entertainment there, the noise and the traffic coming into Old Town would be a lot more. I mean, based on what we get at home days and the noise and stuff that goes on there, moving it even closer to Old Town probably isn't the best option there. Um, So I think finally we kind of went back and forth and determined that, you know, getting a, a, you know, an LB with an RA and then an r 8 a would probably be the best option. Um, And so I think that's where we kind of left ourselves now. Um, I know Planning Commission, uh, you know, once we get this thing wrapped up, we'll get this moving forward. And I think you know a developer will have some good ideas so that's my piece
0: so thank you for all of your hard work on this and thank you for that explanation
7: sure
0: absolutely Um, at this point we would open it up to anybody from the public that would like to speak Um, just a couple of items that uh, if you do speak please provide your name spelling of your name and address for the record and um, that being said, we would like to hear your thoughts on rezoning of the central school property.
8: I just had a question. This is um. Could you state Susan, your name for yes. the record please? Uh, Susan Schindler, 6936 Daisy Avenue. Could
4: you Thank spell you. your last name please? I'm sorry. Your well, last name? Spell
8: my last name is S-C-H-I-N-D-L-E-R. I had a question about um, the property that um, is behind the church or I guess on Arlington with the church um, contiguous to it. I, I guess I never really I guess I never really knew what the zoning was there uh, because now we're saying that we're going to change it to R8A. So I guess that's one question. What is that currently zoned as? And then um, my second question is, right now, there is a house on that property and a garage. So what would that mean to that piece of property? Um, I know the church, are you the church, guys? Okay, the church owns that property, so I guess I just wanted to kind of get an idea about what that all means for that property.
4: Thank you, so I can answer that. So it's currently zoned community facilities, and there's a a portion of, A parking district that also abuts it Um, it's currently being used as a residence of course so we decided that as part of this proposed rezoning we would suggest to the Planning Commission that that section also be rezoned as R8 a residential uh, so that it is consistent with its current use and that will further bring it into compliance as a residence
9: which is a perfect segue to my question thank you for asking yours Uh, My name is Jim Duffy, that's D-U-F-F-Y, and I am at 11026 Fitzwater Road in Brexville. I'm a member of the Brexville United Church of Christ, the church in question. And uh, yes, that property uh, has a house that we are renting to two families, and a garage which is used for uh, storage by the church and by by those same families. So it was our understanding that with the current zoning, should we choose to or need to demolish that house, we would only be able to use that as a church parking lot under the current zoning. Is that correct?
4: So I mean, I can, I can go through what's permitted under the community facilities. But um, if it was demolished, then it would, whatever type of use would have to be compliant with the community facility so in effect a, a parking lot ex- expansion would would fit under that okay. criteria
9: very good uh, and um, but what I understand and I'd like you to confirm our understanding then is if we make this or if the proposed zoning change occurs and it is now zoned residential the church would then have the option to sell that property to be developed by someone uh, for one or two houses. Is that correct?
4: So let's take a look at the frontage here. So it's a 170 feet. So if it were zoned R8A, and if you're, you're given the scenario that if a house was demolished, um, it could potentially fit three lots, three, three residential lots, Okay, um, but that's that's just based on dimensions, not right. topography or sure. Any other. Sure.
9: And and part of the property or the area that you're shading in blue is the uh, easement or the access to our parking lot. So the uh, far right portion of that blue shaded area is actually part of our driveway. So so okay, so that is good to know that we would have that option as a fundraising opportunity for the church. Should we need that? Uh, if it is zoned R eight, however, and we need to expand our parking lot, uh, would we be, have the ability to do that on our property?
4: So, any type of parking lot expansion would come before Planning Commission, and um, you know, parking as a standalone use wouldn't be permitted in the R eight A district.
7: Um, hmm.
9: So if this, what you're saying is we would have to apply for a variance to use our property to expand our parking lot?
4: If it were rezoned, yes.
9: To R8A. Is there a way that we would have the ability to zone it in an overlay portion or so we could have two options?
4: So that would be something that I, I think would be best suited for discussion um, by the planning commission members, okay. in consideration of an overlay rather than a base district. Right.
9: I would say we are concerned then at this plan, because it impacts our options for the church property that we own going forward. This
10: is all great.
9: Okay. Thank you.
4: I would suggest that, um, that the chair Uh, Address that comment um, once the planning Commission um, commences their discussion.
8: I Have another question adding on to that one (laughs) so um, If it was possible to do what this gentleman is suggesting could the property be more horizontally zoned like wider rather than deeper and instead of I can't believe that you'd put three houses on it (laughs) but could you put one house on it but more like a sideways orientation? not sideways but wider rather than deeper I don't know just something I just thought of because it is a it could potentially be 150 feet wide by then maybe 75 feet deep or something like that but it was just an option I thought maybe if that was something you could. So
4: for the R8A district, so there's a um, setback requirements. And 125 feet is really that, that sweet spot for being able to achieve the required minimum lot size. So that's why we went with 125 feet. But definitely a. a I didn't know
7: that.
5: 10216 Woodview Way uh, I was under the impression that there was a survey done of the uh, school building itself for lead and asbestos and everything else and perhaps I missed the meeting that that was discussed but could we get a recap of what that survey showed please
0: um, we are here this evening to discuss rezoning of the property um, if you wanted to contact the city um, I'm sure they can share that to you With you at any time,
2: Steve Shadler, 8980 Cinnabar Drive. A question, last name, please. Shadler is S C H A D is in dog L E R. With this rezoning, did this, am I correct in understanding this? This would then remove the community facilities zoning, or is this proposing an additional zoning allowance does that make if that makes sense
4: sure so this is proposing a base district of LB so yes it would be removing the community facility zoning
2: can can you recap I'm sorry I'm not familiar with what RA 8a means and all of the different facility things that would be allowable could you give us a recap of of what the code allows for local business and R 8a my understanding was that there was Questions about like what kind of parking that doesn't allow and curb cuts and things like that and I just wondering if you could give us a recap of what this would and would not allow
4: sure so I'll start with local business which is LB so main buildings and uses permitted include office buildings and uses allowed in the office building district Uh, retail stores and services uh, retail stores and services conducted in wholly enclosed buildings offering convenience goods and services and those include food and beverage Books and gifts, drugs, sundries, household hardware supplies, appliances, radios and televisions, um, clothing, flowers and floral supplies and equipment, sporting goods, musical instruments, and then services, which include personal services such as beauty and barber shops, photographic and art studios, laundry agencies and laundromats, tailors and other services, and then RA is an apartment use, and then R8A is single-family residential detached.
2: And just a clarifying question on that. You said fully enclosed. Does that mean if that if a restaurant were to be there, they would not be allowed patio space, or is, it, is that not the case? So patio
4: space would be permitted um, with Planning Commission approval.
2: Great. Thank you so much.
8: Yes, I'm sorry, I have another question. Susan Schindler, 6936 Daisy Avenue. Um, you had said that the Comstock property would be split. Now, do you, you don't mean split down the middle. You mean portion of it would be LB, local business?
4: Is yeah so mean? the intent of, of that portion of the proposal is that a section of the Comstock property which would be about 50 feet in width would then be split and consolidated with the central school property and uh, our, we're proposing LB local business zoning for that portion so that it's consistent with what we're proposing for the central school property
8: so would the um, 50 I I can't tell how far that goes toward that house, would that house be affected or would the house still be standing? Is it included? That
4: allows the house to remain in existence with a conforming lot width.
8: Okay, because I have a curiosity about that house. Uh, Now, would that house be, it would be R8A. Um, So, would that house be something that would then be sold as a residential property? Um, Because that house was built in 1860. Before the Civil War, so I'm just wondering is that something that we want to preserve as a historical home in Brooksville or Is it going to be torn down? I don't know. I'm just curious about this
4: so well, that's not exactly part of the rezoning discussion tonight the R8 a zoning um, as we're proposing this LB zoning, the R8A zoning would remain in effect for the remainder of that site, which
11: is that residential. I I was just curious, because I
8: guess it was changing part of it. So I just wanted to know how that would affect the the old portion of that.
12: Hi, my name is Carol Herzing. It's H-E-R-Z-I-N-G. I live at eight nine nine zero Elm Street. And I was curious, why are they only taking 50 feet of that Comstock property? What are they going to do with the rest of it, really?
4: So this is kind of similar to the question that we just answered, but that 50 feet would be split off of the Comstock property and consolidated with the central school property to allow some more flexibility for uh, future uh, development plans for the site.
7: But why only 50 feet? Why wouldn't you go So by, it?
4: by doing 50 feet, it allows, all the, it allows the property to maintain a code-compliant frontage for the house that exists there today.
10: Actually, uh, the, the other issue with that is is the, um, that would make the Comstock rear property line in conformance with 8937 Old Highland, which is the Knowlton-Borne house. So the backyards would be going across at the same distance.
8: I think this is my last question. Distant
10: from the street. And to ad- and, and, uh, to address a, l- a little bit more about the Comstock property, the reason for the city leaving or recommending it should be left as R8A is to preserve it as a his- historic old house of, in, of Brecksville and to be the buffer between the Bourne house and what will be the future use of the school. So you'll have two residential properties next to each other instead of taking down the Comstock House, getting rid of another historic home, and putting business potential or whatever use on top of the knowlton Bourne House.
8: Okay, I I do remember that from the last meeting. I have another question. Um, This has to do with, I think, something that, Van Nord, (laughs) what's your first, no, you. Andrew. What Andrew said um, when he was summing up what the residents wanted for this area. And I thought that we did not want apartments. So I'm kind of curious why we're talking about apartments. I thought we had said no apartments.
4: That's so that zoning overlay district was proposed as a, a point of conversation for the planning commission. So ultimately you know upon their their deliberation you know they can discuss whether or not that's appropriate um, taking into consideration the, the comments that they're hearing tonight and at the previous public hearing
7: oh.
13: um, County bitter 6771
9: Oaks Road. Um, I was wondering if that house, because it's on the border of residential and the the LB zoned area, is there any way of preserving that home to make it like a business without, you know, tearing it down? If they can't do, you know, if, if nobody wants to renovate it or something, like like a tea house, you know, or, or something like something that would
4: still keep its um, character and and value as a historical home. Your last name,
8: please. I, I can't hear you R I T T E R.
0: Thank you.
4: So the intent of maintaining that section as R A residential was, like the others have said, to to keep a buffer between the existing residences and to um, hopefully hopefully preserve, preserve that as a residential use. Uh, but that's another item that I think. Would be uh, it would be beneficial for the planning commission to deliberate that in their discussion.
3: And Director Barker, correct me if I'm wrong, but also part of the reason for that 50 taking that 50 foot is so that part of that 50 foot will be like a 25 foot buffer next to the to to protect that <laughs> residence as a residence. Is that correct, or do I misunderstand that?
4: Uh, so the, there is also a 25-foot landscape buffer proposed around the existing and proposed residential area. So and that would help protect that as a residence? Exactly.
3: Does that make sense to you, ma'am? Yeah I, I,
9: I, yeah, I think the mayor was trying to also reassure us with the fact that we
4: would still basically keep the historical principle and property intact for the most part if we could.
1: Y- yes, as a resident. Yes. Not as a not as a business.
4: Yes. Okay.
13: Um. Adam Diem, eighty six fifty three Hollis Lane. Uh, last name is Diaz and David I E M is in Mary. Um, I'm a little concerned personally about this coming to the ballot when, what I'm looking at with the rezoning, we have no plan for ingress or egress and. As a voter, I would like to be educated on what that plan would be before I make a decision on whether I agree with the zoning as it's laid out here. Um, like, for example, I currently am a patient at Brexville Chiropractic, and I live on the eastern side of town uh, towards Weesey Road. And coming to Brexville Chiropractic westbound and trying to make a left turn into there. Is extremely challenging depending on the time of day um, and I don't see where we could put an additional light to allow ingress and egress off of 82 uh, because it would be so close to the corner of 82 and 21 there um, secondly I think that would also require in my opinion a redesign in a traffic study before I would be confident as a voter to understand the ingress and egress to this Commercial section um, because it just, I, I just, I'm having trouble visualizing it to be very honest. So, is there a plan currently for that? Have we looked into this um, or are we hoping to get it zoned and then figure that out after the fact?
0: In short, we would get it zoned and it would be figured out later. That being said, the property is on Route 82. So it's access would be from Route 82 with the median that's there without any current modifications, yeah. whatever that property is would likely Jerry correct me if I'm wrong, uh, a right in and a right out most likely, but we don't have a plan in front of us. We can't really say that for sure.
12: Again, without an actual submittal of a drawing or any proposed use, any tra- anybody doing this property would look at it, they would develop a traffic study and propose something to the city. Um, and I have no idea if any future user might want to pull the median back, use it as is, as you said, right in, right out, but right now there's nothing proposed for use that I have seen. Yeah. so we don't have any, there, there are no proposals
0: in front of us, so it, it can't be stated at the moment exactly how somebody would enter and exit um, but a traffic study would be a normal step in the process to evaluate that.
13: So is it reasonable to think then that we could leave a portion off of Arlington as that LBRA or community use to allow that a uh, secondary ingress and egress?
0: I can tell you that the current plan is to not have LB along Arlington.
13: So could we bring it up for discussion then tonight, as a group? Because I feel as though, I mean, if you're asking people to write in and write out only, how are we going to expect people coming from the east side of town to easily access these new businesses?
0: It's a good question, and yes, we can bring it up in our work session and Thank discuss you. it amongst the Planning Commission. Jerry, did you have a comment?
2: Steve Shadler again 8980 Cinnabar Drive Um, I guess my question is to ask if you could elaborate a little bit more on the future use I understand your point that there's no drawings or proposal in front of you and I guess I'm I don't understand I was hoping you could help me understand It, it seems like rezoning it perhaps then is putting the cart before the horse and maybe that's not the case but it it seems to me what I would as a resident going to vote on this I would first like to know because the city owns this property we control our own destiny with this I would first like to know what the plan is what what we want to put there why we're rezoning it one way or another before we remove community facilities if we haven't had a data-driven discussion on what the residents both in Old Town and elsewhere in the city want in that space is it not premature to rezone it before we have a desired outcome that we've arrived at as a community? Of course, you're not going to satisfy what everybody wants, but um, it, it just seems a little out of order to me. Could you help me understand the process and why maybe that's not the case and what I have wrong?
0: Well, there was a committee that reviewed this for uh, it was a few years. Was that? Starting in 2019. Yeah, so starting in 2019, they got input from many residents that's been discussed with the city, reviewed. Um, this p- proposed rezoning is a result of those discussions. Um, so, putting it as local business allows the city to market the property to somebody specific, and then it allows um, them to control what goes in there. What, be, because they they still have the ability to sell or not sell it, so and that that property, whatever goes in there, still comes in front of planning commission, still gets reviewed, and even prior to that, the city has to sell it to somebody. So they're going to review those, uh, the the proposed use before they sell it.
10: May a ask, statement, well, Mr. Mayor? That's
0: correct
2: may i ask what was the final recommendation of that committee to
1: andrew just said that earlier i don't know if you heard andrew's recommendation when he came up and explained oh i, I didn't hear perhaps i could ask andrew again to well no he, he already explained it so the, the whole idea was to do the the local business and r8a along arlington and that's our big concern is r8a is protecting the other the other uh, houses and the people in Arla- along arlington and old town so that is was the proposal towards us, and that's, that's the recommendation that was given to us.
2: And I, I, and sorry, I, I guess I didn't hear the specific use. There were many things possible listed that local business would allow, but I didn't hear a specific recommendation how, of the texture how, of what would go there.
10: <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed at that. Uh, how, how can we determine what the developer is going to do zone the property for that developer, I mean, I I, I don't understand that. I mean, we, you you zone a property residential or uh, you zone it commercial or whatever use you zoned it for. Then someone brings a proposal in because they want to buy it. The city either accepts that or rejects it or someone comes in and says, all right, it's zoned R8A, it's zoned local business, but I'd like to put in something else and they can then go for a rezoning. Until someone comes forward, uh, Mr. Shatner, how do we know what they're going to put on the property? So we, what we, we think and what we're trying to accomplish here is rezoning this property to its highest and best use for the residents of Brexville. And what you heard during this the 10 hearings that we've had over this. The people of Old Town want to preserve the residential character along Arlington Street. And they thought, and some of the other people thought, people that live nowhere near Old Town, thought that it would be nice to add some retail, commercial use to the downtown, which is really not, at this point, there isn't much space left to put in any new commercial. So some folks thought commercial, and that seemed to be the consensus. Maybe a couple shops along there would be a good idea. But until someone comes forward, and two people did, in response to the proposal put out by the city, and the committee rejected them because they thought the uses, and, and listened to the public, they thought the uses were wrong. That would be the same thing here. But we went a step further, and maybe you missed this in some of the meetings, but we have said we are not selling this to anyone until they give us a plan that we can approve. So it's not, it's going to be just like when the nursing home was built on Route 21. It's a what you see is what you get. They had to tell us what they were going to build, exactly what they were going to build, and then they had to stick to it. Well, this is going to be the same situation. The city's going to retain ownership of the property. It won't sell it until we're satisfied that the use and the plan that's going on that property is in the best interest of the city. So for us to say right now to you, oh, it's going to be a, I, I don't know what you're looking for. You want, you want to hear a pizza shop, uh, a nail cutting shop, a restaurant, an uh, ice cream parlor. What would you like to hear?
2: I, I guess what I am hearing is it sounds like we're rezoning it with a, develop, not a specific developer, but developers in mind. No,
10: and that's not, I didn't say that. No, that's I, not true. That is not true. There is no developer in mind.
2: Right. I, no, I understand. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I understand that there is not a developer in mind. That's But correct. it is for some developer out there in the world, unknown who it is or who it might be, who might bid on it.
10: But we're not letting the developer tell us what will be there as far as the zoning is concerned. That's up to the electorate of Brexville, And the people of Old Town have spoke very loud about having that residential character maintained. I, I've I, explained this already, so the point I'm going to make one last time. Before this land is sold to anyone, the plan that they have to use that property will be approved first by the City, by the Planning Commission, before we sell it.
2: Okay. I understand, and, and just a small point, I think the, the residential along Arlington, I think fits very naturally, so I'm very pleased that that element of this, I think that makes all the sense in the world.
1: Do we have any other comments?
0: Any yeah, Anyone else?
1: Back right.
14: Yes, Mike Sadink, 8995 Cedar Street, S-A-T-I-N-K. Um, I'm glad that we got uh, people from outside of Old Town in here today, and I appreciate their opinions. Um, once this goes to the ballot, the one thing that I'm concerned about, knowing that I scraped, rolled pennies, and made my way into Old Town, will the residents of Old Town have a little bit more say when it comes to the developers since we're the ones that live there. And we're the ones that do not want a runway, a ton of traffic. I can appreciate that you come from the east side of town to go to the chiropractor. But there's no way I want more road access coming through when I got a five and seven-year-old, not many sidewalks, riding their bikes. So I just want to make that you know statement that I think I speak on behalf of all of Old Town. We don't want a developer coming in there, and I understand we don't have a developer yet, and we'll wait to see plans. But I just want to my question would be would the weight of Old Town residents be held a little higher once this goes to the ballot and when we get plans put in front of us?
1: I think you can see from what Monica has done and, and- creating the R8A and then looking at some of the modifications they're going to make to the R8A yeah that's that's the our biggest intent Um, and the the committee's comment and everybody on planning was to protect Old Town first Sure.
4: just to piggyback on what mr. Stuckey said so any development plans that come before us will involve a very thorough review and approval process by the Planning Commission that does involve a great level of input regarding specifics of a development plan. Any other questions? Yes.
6: Um, So I think also, um, I don't live in Old Town and I appreciate that and I've been involved for for four years probably working on this um, and we had a lot of discussion with Old Town and I think, it's not working? Um, I think I think Old Town will probably that there will be more discussion when it comes up to Planning Commission and when they the developer submits. I think you will there will be plenty of opportunity to make comments and you know give some feedback guidance. I mean ultimately I think Planning Commission is you know has the, the the opinion and go ahead, but I don't think they're planning on doing anything. And I think also like like Steve said, just to echo him, the R eight A along Arlington will I think will. Not, maybe not seclude you but it will definitely shelter you away from any of that retail space um, and I know there as Monica mentioned um, you know there will be a landscape buffer there will be some trees um, and I, I think there was some preliminary looks at you know getting a park or a walking area over there too just to kind of give a little more space to Old Town um. we did see
0: those
14: More cars coming. coming off up day two. Yeah. In the, our residential area. I think we've all talked and discussed that the three, four homes in Arlington, as long as they're preserved and you know kind of have the same feel of old town. I, I don't Thank think sir. there's much headache there because traffic is a big thing. So it's just that trouble, would huh? be up to the uh study and the developer to figure out maybe Tearing out the median and doing something, but that's a sure. big thing for us. is not have traffic deterred. Because yes. people do cut through anyway. Oh yeah. It, you know it's. Why it, it's low the No, they don't it's, get any you know, preference. A lot of young kids. the One thing I'm concerned
0: about. Uh, yeah. Just to clarify, the proposal in front of us has, has only residential along Arlington so there is no there there's no component to this I I okay yes. yeah I'm, okay don't worry about
14: i'm just i'm talking about if we make the commercial somehow deter the traffic off of Arlington to get there to get in and out
6: and i th- i think too you're gonna Monica lives in Old Town and the mayor both live in Old Town so you have some representation up there directly affected too so I think that you know they're they're not going to be at one tons of traffic in their neighborhood either
0: anyone else any other questions um, Ms. Barkwitz, there was a couple letters that had asked to be read in I can read those now Thank you. Um, one from uh, Vicki DeMar on 8548 Settlers Passage. Dear city leaders, the development of the central school property is not only central geographically to our community, but also central to the immediate future of our city. It is a prime opportunity to significantly increase the quality of life for existing residents, and that should be a primary goal of yours of yourselves as public servants. Unobtrusive calls for public input or the lawful minimum required effort to inform residents of the opportunity to have their say about how this property should be developed is not enough. A handful of rushed purposely low visibility meetings such as this one simply isn't acceptable operating procedure for such an important topic and for this juncture in Brecksville's history. I urge you to hold off on moving forward in any way tonight and make a more sincere and comprehensive effort to obtain a much clearer picture of what the public as a whole really wants. In the meantime, as an affluent community that prides itself on its leadership, surely Brexville can take advantage of the myriad modern ways to gauge and aggregate citizen opinions, attitudes, likes and dislikes with regard to how the central school property should be used land use decisions like this should and can be based on solid data that when correctly evaluated represents a clear view of current resident preferences not gossip hearsay or what a handful of citizens may have expressed to leaders on the phone or in passing as more and more of our residents skew younger are short on time are technology oriented and expect their voices to be heard in local government decision-making I urge Brecksville leaders to explore new ways to gather resident input, of which there are many. I'd personally be happy to help with any such initiative. Let's start with the Central School Project. If not now, then when? Other letter. Um, Elizabeth Plotz. Um, I will be unable to attend the meeting tomorrow and would like to address below points around the rezoning proposal for the central property. One, the area that surrounds Central School is deemed a historic district and would be opposed to rezoning any portion of the property, including the Comstock property that is part of the historic district to apartment and or local business. There's a small section of the historic district that is part of the Comstock property and is included in the rezoning proposal. This small section should be excluded See attached Resolution 2344 and SNP below. The reason for this is it may set a precedence that other areas in the historic district would be able to be rezoned, thus resulting in multifamily dwellings where they would not be recommended as outlined in Resolution 2344. Two, consider in any rezoning the impact to the church located to the east of the property and ensure that mitigation requirements are put in place to prevent negative impact to this property. Three, put requirements in place for homes built on Arlington to match the style of homes in Old Town. Four, it is anticipated if the rezoning proposal passes, there will be additional businesses and residential properties in the area, thus increasing both pedestrian and vehicle traffic. Put together a plan and implement additional safety measures example flashing lights to notify of pedestrian presence in the downtown area to prevent pedestrians from being injured by cars this is a high traffic area and cars are not always cognizant of the presence of pedestrians so those are the two that requested to be read into record
4: there are there are a couple more I okay, didn't
3: specifically ask, but if you think they should be read, we pull yeah. those two because they were. Or do you want to just acknowledge? I,
7: I would recommend. We Eric, acknowledge them. Everybody them.
0: up here has a copy, but I can read them too. That's no big deal. I mean, you spoke with them. I think record, it would be best think to read them. they want them read, okay.
3: they didn't specifically say it in their emails. Those two did, but those let, two. Work? Do you
5: want them printed in the record? The old letters.
4: Should it be
3: attached to the minutes.
5: Yeah.
4: There, there was some information, information on social media that all of them would be read aloud. So I just okay, okay.
7: sure sure.
3: Um, here's the other here's Mr. Geyer. Okay, this, this one is
15: Mr. This is Highland.
0: Okay, I don't think this is all. but well, This is Geyer. Central
3: and Highland. Geyer. This this one? I can't read
0: them all. Do
7: this yeah.
0: one first. Okay. Okay. Central and Highland. Okay. Um from Tom Hokett at 6963 Windward Hills Drive. This is on the subject of Central and Highland. Good afternoon. I think I'm a little confused as to where we are in the sales process. Has anything been formally agreed to in terms of a sale with anyone? I'm guessing the answer is no, hence the purpose of tonight's meeting. Assuming I'm correct, has the zoning on either property begin changed? Assuming the answer is no, then it seems premature to having this meeting if no sale has happened. If this ends up being residential, I would like to see normal. I think this is referencing Highland. Um, if well, yeah, this goes, is, back forth, goes, goes back and, and forth, goes back and forth. I'll Highland? just. I'll just read the whole thing. It's very confusing. If this ends up being residential, I would like to see normal single-family homes. I think that's referencing High, uh, Highland, but nothing too crazy. It would be nice for Brecksville to get a Chick-fil-A. That's not Highland. I'm visually impaired, so walking is a mode of transportation for me. As you may or may not know, I'm the guy who is the benefactor or the accessible pedestrian signals at intersections of Brecksville Road and 82 Arlington and Windward Hills. If the Highland property is to become residential, do we really need a stop? Light? Is it Highland or Huffland? If the Huffland I mean property is to become residential, do we need a stoplight at no, Brexville no. and Arlington? Mm-hmm. Could we get away with the four-way stop? That's his letter. Distance from here, this Isn't there? No.
16: Tammy Tabor's. Okay
7: okay
0: so this is from eric Geyer regarding the central school rezoning i wanted to share some thoughts with the planning commission tonight which i would ask them to read for the commission there is an outside chance i may be able to attend but work obligations currently look like they would prohibit me from that i am glad to see the planning commission working diligently to help make use of this property it could be a great boon for our city to have this costly vacant property put to use and making for a better brecksville with that said i have a few concerns and questions i would like to see the commission answer and hope these are read aloud at the meeting they are as follows where is the main place mm-hmm. the property would be asked accessed from i applaud the city for helping keep traffic out of the residential part of old town is there a way we can assure that parking would be located behind any building to help keep the front section of the property as appealing as possible from 82. Given the major production increases in electric vehicles by the major automakers, are there any plans to put a few electric vehicle charging stations on a property like this? It may help bring traffic to the area that will stay there and spend their hard-earned income in our great downtown area. This is an area our city is behind on and could help draw people from the highway who generally have disposable income and may seek us out because of this amenity. that's it so that is that is the letters we have read for the record um, that being said uh, um one last run through is there anybody else have comments or questions okay. yes
7: thank
9: you this is Jim Duffy again uh, the f- what you've shown in the meeting announcement, is that the zoning proposal that would appear on the ballot, or are you working on wording that would be different than that to be on the ballot?
4: So what was in the the ad is what is before planning commission for their consideration right now. So the ultimate language that would be on the ballot would be um, at the discretion of the planning commission in their review and uh,
0: yeah, just to clarify, and we will take this up in our work session. This is a public hearing, mm-hmm. so we'll close this when everybody is done. We will take this topic back up in our work session, at which point, which will be in 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and we will approve or whatever, go through the process and approve any final language. Okay, so, so, we, so I guess questions. That's what's in front of us, mm-hmm. but we can amend it.
9: OK, I mean, the the wording of a portion of a property is not terribly specific and leaves room for interpretation. So I would imagine somewhere there's underlying
3: or find that.
9: wording. OK, very good. And then after you agree on the final proposal, then there'll be two council readings of that.
7: Three,
9: Three. council readings. Three. and. Would there be opportunities to further amend it at those readings or following those readings? Can be, yes. Council, okay. Council dec- decides to do that, yes. Okay. Thank you very much.
5: Thank you. Are we
13: addressing questions
0: about Highland right now, low or low? No. The, at, at this moment, it's a public hearing about rezoning of Central School.
3: That's on the agenda later in the work session, sir.
0: So, yes, that will come up tonight, but not right now. Um, if there are no other questions, one last one, did yes.
2: you say that you won't, you do not have the ability in the work session to amend the language under consideration? Did I hear that correctly? We do. No, we, we do have, you do. You do. yes. Okay. All right. Thank- we do have the ability to amend it. Understood. Thank you. Um, so if,
0: is that everyone? Okay. Motion to adjourn our public hearing. Second, Second
3: Mr. Mr. Chairman.
11: Ms. Hartles? Yes.
0: yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes.
5: Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes.
0: Okay, and then just as a reminder, this will come up again in just a few minutes in our uh, work session. Um, At this point, we'll move into our regular meeting um, and I move to approve the public hearing minutes of April 6, 2023. Second, Mr. Chairman.
5: Attach- Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pado, Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes.
11: Mr. Stuckey? Yes.
0: I move for approval of the regular meeting minutes of April 6, 2023. Second, Mr. Chairman.
11: Ms. Cardos? Yes.
5: Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya?
0: Yes. Mayor
5: Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes.
0: I move for approval of the Cooking, Next, record, year, work session meeting minutes of April 6, 2023. Second, Mr. Chair.
5: Miss Carlos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey. Yes.
0: And next up would be signs, and we have no signs on the agenda this evening. Um, which would take us to our reports. First up, Mr. Stuckey, do we have a report from council?
1: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. i just like to report that the Geronimo Company's residential PDA Memorial Park improvements, the, the final approval went through city council. So that is my report.
0: Thank you. Mr. Mayor, is there a report from the, yourself this evening? Uh,
10: no report other than to just uh, let you know and remind everyone that uh, on Sunday is Earth Day, the Earth Day event at our uh, Horticultural Department in Uh, in the city uh, service department. We're going to have tours of uh, some of the structures there. Uh, That begins at 11 a.m. So Earth Day event. You can read more of it online or on the city webpage.
0: Thank you. Mr. Wise, do we have a report from engineering?
12: Uh, No report, Mr. Chairman.
0: Thank you. Uh, That concludes our regular meeting and we'll move into our work session. First up on the agenda for the work session is the central school rezoning of 27 public square as just discussed through our public hearing um his first up for discussion amongst commission was uh, a question from a resident about um the house at the uh, back of the church mm-hmm. and would Excuse that
17: me, Mr.
1: Chairman can I get a clarification of what that is zoned?
12: Currently? Yeah, yeah. what is that? Community, Community facility. What is that? facility.
1: Community facility. Okay. Are we sure of that? It's
3: Where, Where is that, that part of the back of the church. The house? Yeah. Is that
1: parking? Currently?
12: Um, do you ability to pull it up
3: Monica?
1: Tom, do you have to f- yeah
3: it, it's so hard to, to read but I, I believe it's parking. I can see why someone would think it was community facilities. You might have to blow the map
10: up on this. There's a long history behind uh, this. And uh, I don't know if you want to be bored with it, uh, but I uh, will tell you that uh, the back of the property where the house is and uh, next door to that, um, there was another house and that house was removed when uh, the house had been abandoned and was no longer uh, used for, uh, and the church and the city uh, worked together to create a, a parking area. They had previously created parking zoning along Arlington Street, which you know I want to check and verify through ordinances. I, I believe that the back of that property is still, Zoned parking, and I think we need to verify that to make sure uh, uh, for the future. We also had an agreement with the church to access to uh, route. I mean, to Arlington Street would, would continue, and I I just want you know the the commission to know that the intent of that back was for parking. And that was to be a parking area uh, for the future of the church and of old town and um, they are grandfathered the house that's there along with the garage that they were uh, permitted to build after the other structures had been taken down um, i think you all know that very well that history and will agree with what i i believe saying so um, it is uh, the back of the, uh, that property there the church property is parking uh,
1: that, that kind of plays into my question so the question i have if we do that all r8a um, and we put a, a stipulation if i don't know if we can do that where we say that as long as it belongs to the church they can use it at, as how they want as you know parking if they if they want to but if it's ever sold If it's ever sold, if the church ever sold, sells that part, then it has to be R8A. I don't know, is that possible, Monica?
4: So, the driveway as it exists today, if it were rezoned, R8A would be legal nonconforming. So, it could be used, continue to be used as a driveway.
1: Okay, but if they wanted to make it into a parking lot, could it be made into a parking lot?
4: If I
10: again, there was an easement that was gained from the city through the church uh, for shell uh, and a- having that access there, as it was because of the way that they were developing the property. I believe that from Route 20, I'm sorry, from Route 82 to Arlington Street, the way the church has developed that property, they can continue that use as long as they wish. It is their use. It is. It was. Uh, agreed upon, there are documents and zoning uh, that was done during that period of time. And um, I, I'd, I'd like to ask the church if I could, and I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but what is your, what is your feeling about how would you like your property to be, to be zoned? Do
9: these mics work? Yeah. The green? Yes. Um, I think we would want to ensure that we have the flexibility for the use of the property to meet the needs of the church. As the church grows, we may need more parking, and we'd like to have the ability to do that. As the church struggles with finances, and the we may choose to or may need to sell the property to obtain valuable capital. And so selling it for residential development, certainly. So uh, asking what the church would want, and I'm speaking as a member of the congregation sure. on, their, on their council, but not the whole congregation, uh, I would say we'd like to preserve the flexibility to do with our property what uh, whatever will serve our church the best. And at the moment, we can't say what exactly that will be. So. Uh, Mr. Stuckey, your proposal of something along the lines of uh, as long as we own the property, we could use it as it's currently zoned. Um, but then if we have to if we do sell it, it would be R8A.
16: Isn't this something the law director is gonna have to get involved and in, go back and get kind of clarification, Mayor, on well, all this history I, and then
9: I I
10: think we need to go back and, and pull some records on this yeah. to make sure that be- we're doing exactly, and uh, in, in looking at this exactly as, as it is now. Because if and I was a member, of, were written.
16: if I was a member of the church, I would have some concerns, as this gentleman's pointed out this evening, in terms of, you know, what are we doing? We're just putting kind of this blanket R8A or whatever over their property, and what does that mean?
1: That's why I proposed that. You know, how do we protect them and make sure if they do sell it that it. it 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 can't fall through the loops and become something other than r8a
9: correct think, I, think, I think i think your idea in
0: alignment there yeah i think we need legal advice yeah, as, as, run, as mr pino yeah. mentioned yeah. let, let
10: us do some research on what our agreements are and what the zoning is for sure on all of that because that sort of seems to be a little convoluted and if we can What's do that? that and then we can talk further with you uh, as I indicated to the pastor, I, I, it, a, there needs to be some dialogue that's a big between the city okay. and uh, oh, the, and God, the church. I think you're going to One thing I would it. bring to your mind, though, as we that's said earlier, if at some point the church decided to sell or develop the property or whatever, you'd have the absolute right to come to the commission and council and ask to have the use changed, have the zoning changed, in other words if you want it to conform with the kind of use that you're hoping someone will buy it and, and, uh, and do on the property. So you always have that. But uh, what, what you have in your favor right now is everything that is as it is now will stay as it is until you change it.
9: And that's what we want to be insured and the reading of the, the proposal as we heard it didn't say that, so we look forward. But to that's how zoning
10: way. works. I mean, you can rezone someone's property, but they get to continue the use of it until they change it, and then they have to conform with the current new zoning. It'll be
9: nonconforming until then, but you can still continue to use it that way. Well, and I again to bel- belittle the point, changing the property would be extending the parking lot. And so that would then become non-conforming if uh, it went to the R8. And so know. we just want to have the flexibility written yeah. into the zoning proposal. Yeah. That's all.
10: And as I sit here, I, I'm going to say it again. I think you have the right right now, if you wanted to remove that house, and I'm saying you should, if you wanted to remove that house, you wanted to bring the parking all the way to, to Arlington Street, I think you have the right, and I think it's zoned in that way today. And Today. I think,
9: and I think the concern is what the wording is mm-hmm. for your new change. You were here. When the house, That's
3: then, all. When the other house came down. Mm-hmm.
9: Thank, thank you. He doesn't want to lose any rights. Thank
3: you. No, I, I agree with mm-hmm. and, you. Okay. And
9: thank you for allowing us to continue this discussion tonight as opposed to two weeks ago. Okay.
11: welcome. Mr. Chairman, can I ask a question of the church? Absolutely. Sure. Do, do you have currently enough parking? Um, I was at an event over the weekend, and I'm not a member of the church, but I saw a lot. Like it was a full full house in the church, and I saw parking people parking at Central. So, do you currently have enough parking?
9: Uh, on good days, no, but most of the time, yes. Okay. Uh, and that was a yes, a very special event, and and we had lots of people. Historically, bringing into the background, uh, we have used the Central School parking lot, and we had agreement with. Uh, central school when it was a school that on Sundays we would get to use that for our overflow and I think we even shared some plowing between the the school lot and also during the week we allowed uh, members of the the faculty of the school to use our parking lot so we had a very good arrangement with the school Um, so yes if the church grows and we double our congregation we will need more parking space somewhere
11: thank you good
0: question um, other topic that came up from the public hearing was about the conditional overlay for apartments uh, I know we discussed this previously um, to, to revisit it I believe the, the the idea of that was to facilitate if somebody came forward with the use for the existing building that that would give us that option. And as the conditional use, that's up to planning commission's discretion. Um, does anybody have any further comments or questions regarding that overlay for apartments? Yeah,
16: yeah, yeah I don't know if anybody is still left out in the audience with, with that in mind, but define apartments, maybe they would be interested in that in terms of what you, defines an apartment. Might start with that because, you know, saying, you know, I, I haven't heard anyone over, I don't know how many years come forward and with a positive uh, outlook on anything that says apartments. You know, that's like saying Niagara Falls to the Three Stooges, you know, when you say the word apartments, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't. So I think we ought to maybe start with defining what, what defines apartments, if there is a definition.
4: So there isn't a simple definition for apartments, but there is criteria that would permit multifamily housing under the RA district. So that includes density, the size of units, coverage of the lot, recreation open space, and other elements.
16: But it's rentable property, basically
4: what's what's that it's
16: rentable property
4: it doesn't exactly describe the the manner in which the units are sold or leased
0: any other questions or comments regarding apartments
1: yeah I um uh, stand-alone apartments there would not be on my radar at all I mean if we had if if Somebody walked in and said, "I want to put standalone apartments there." I would be totally against it. Um, if somebody came in and said they wanted to save part of the existing building, and they wanted the first floor local business, and they wanted to put the ability like we have downtown where people can, you know, have apartments over top, I I, I would not be against that. But the standalone apartments, multi-use houses, I am against. But if it's if it means A way of keeping that building um, and that a developer would be all right with doing local business on the bottom and apartments over top I I would not be against that
4: one thing that the Planning Commission could could consider if you are considering the RA overlay is requiring that apartment units only be at the second story or above
11: And for clarification RA could still be purchased condos so they are apartments but but they're owned not rented
4: yeah yeah so it, it, I mean the the type of ownership
11: okay.
4: you know is, is kind of separate from the the zoning district of RA that's more of the the density and other planning criteria that's associated with multi multifamily
11: so it's just multifamily but it's okay makes sense. Okay.
0: Mr. Stuckey, as you described there, um, it makes sense as a conditional overlay, conditional use overlay that gives us the discretion at a later date of deciding if we do or don't accept the proposed use before it goes forward. Are you, are you comfortable with that as a conditional use? Because everything you described, that gives us the ability to evaluate it later.
1: Uh, I am. I, I yeah, Again, I am... Um, i I don't see why we would, we would put just apartment buildings there, but I think if we have, if we have a developer who has the ability to renovate that which is not going to be an easy task and put local business on the bottom um, and and have the ability to have a second floor conditional use for apartments I, I think that would be a, a good look. Okay. let you know me, let, me,
16: let me say something here in terms of I may be wrong, totally wrong on this, but I think the only reason. Through discussions that we've had on this, that we would even consider something like this is the ability to save the existing building. Is that a correct statement? Or a portion of it. Yeah, part of the building. That's a correct statement. Yes. Okay, let me make another comment. If anybody in the city sees the word apartments on the ballot, it will fail. That's my point. I had to sit at dinner tonight and as I was enjoying my wings and hear my family just give me a dissertation on the word apartments that they saw. Not that they're the norm in Brexville, but
7: Well, they're right I with mean, me.
16: I'm not a i am not I mean there were a number of people out here that brought up the point apartments. Yep. I mean it's a it's a four letter word, let's be honest.
1: But I think the number one thing, and I agree with you, Ron, but the number one thing that the feedback that we got is how do we save that building?
16: Well, how do you put it on the ballot that it doesn't say the word apartments? And how do we make that perfectly clear unless we go house to house in all the homes in Brexville and That's make it clear? Good
1: question Monica. How do we do that, Monica?
16: Because I, I mean, let me take a straw poll here. Word apartments, would anybody vote for it out there? A, Two out of 20. No, we lose. I a, no. <laughs> Need
7: 55%. So.
13: So my,
16: my point is, how do you make it clear to the voting constituents?
3: Unfortunately, we
1: have I
16: have nothing against doing exactly what you're saying.
1: I, you're asking a great question, Ron. But I'm just saying,
16: we could, we could be wasting everybody's time here.
3: We have to use the language that's in the code, correct me if I'm wrong, Director. But
4: You're 100% correct, it's RA apartments in the code.
16: RA apartments? that's what it says R
4: A. I a I think Ron it would, I, it
16: would I,
3: just be up just, to the city to
16: do a really good job
3: of communicating and explaining and I have yeah. confidence that the city can do that but but you make a good point I it'd be just an uphill saying, battle
16: uh, Well, it's a four-letter word in the city and tell me I've been around long enough.
5: mr. chairman yes um, segueing from apartments and thinking of the uses and the densities and having been on this commission for a short amount of time had a chance to do some some investigations and it seems as though there's a lot of thought both from residents and from the Commission that goes into how do you achieve the highest and best use of a piece of property which is not always just financial Um, how do you retain the character of an old town how do you have this fit within how we're developing the city are all things that are coming together here And one of the things that's, you know, I've not seen anything yet to answer the challenge that is gonna be an ongoing discussion item is traffic. Um, If Arlington is kept residential, access has to be from 82. Um, The proximity to 21 is problematic Going eastbound on 82, right, right in, right out. That's pretty easy to, to envision. Even those are right turn lane on onto on 21. Coming from the east is a perpetual challenge to this property that we're going to have to figure out. And my point is, the denser the property gets, the bigger a challenge that's going to be. So there's probably going to be a lot of discussion and work on on, on that element of this. Um.
10: In discussions previously, when the school was thinking of putting the drop-off area at the front of the school and doing things at the rear of the school, doing some additions and modifications to the, to the back, barking, um, they did a, a, a study and they did have it, traffic coming in, to that site off of Old Highland Drive. Um, people that lived in that area were not happy to hear that. Comstocks were living there at the time. I was living there at the time. But the the point I'm trying to make is, is that there is no real way to access that property coming east from 82 unless you go through the intersection at Old Highland and come in that way Mm -hmm. to make it safe. Correct. And I don't know if this town wants to do that. There was even some discussion of blocking off traffic coming from 82 into Old Town, so the cut through was stopped, and having it go into the school property and come out onto, onto Arlington that way, which was the worst of the suggestions that had been made. So what, I, what I'd like to do, I'll dig some of that out and you can take a look at it. But um, that would be most probably the only way to make it safe and to make it accessible. Unless you want to take out the median and redo that whole area there. And I think that's looking for a lot of, a lot of uh, assured clear distance traffic accidents. I
16: mean, is it? Jerry, is it? I know we've been through this a hundred times or whatever but is it possible if there's some concerns in terms of access and i believe there were uh, from a number of people can you really do a traffic study without knowing what's going there
10: you can't you can only well it, jerry it's based uh, on counts and i'm not an engineer
7: I, I
12: agree you'd have to have a use you'd have to i mean they would develop their traffic projections off that use and they would then depending on where they were positioning entrances and what they were evaluating, it would all be based on that. So but you
16: couldn't do something if you were sitting down with a professional on that and say, if this was developed as something.
5: You have to give them assumptions.
16: Yeah, make some assumptions. And, you know, like Jerry was just talking about that there were some assumptions made uh, uh, off of Old Highland and access to when the school was going to do it and so forth. but. If you could just make it a generic, you know, hey, a development's going to go here. How are we going to get to it? Uh, you know, and I, and not basing it on counts because, you well, yeah, I guess you could make some hypotheticals on counts as well. But you know, are you you know, do you have the option of removing the median? I think you said, Jerry, you've been through that already, and it's like
10: I mean, you, know could. you could you could remove it, but I it's mean, not going to make it. Up I mean, I don't really think safe. going
16: down Old Highland. I don't know how that. Well, that's going to resonate, though, I mean, in terms of, you know, from the neighborhood and those people there. I mean, that's... I mean, well, I wouldn't like it, but personally, but... I'm just the, thinking, I mean, what... Yeah. You know, I don't... You know, I, I understand, you know, this whole traffic study issue and when the appropriate time is and that, but I can also understand the one or two people that sat out there and said, you know, what about traffic? I mean, everybody's been in here and said, what about traffic? I mean, that's... That's been number one uh, concern for the residents and everyone. So I just wonder if there's anything we can do about it other than, you know, approve the property or get it rezoned and then take it on a case-by-case basis. I mean, that's what we've said up to this point. If there's another alternative fine. if not, then we have to go with that, I guess.
12: I mean, again, I I would think it would greatly matter on what is being proposed. I mean, if it was something where there was multiple uses along the State Route 82 frontage, then they would, I'm sure, would want to have some kind of possible, like, maybe uh, double entrances. Uh, One might be right in, right out. The other one might not be. But until that's proposed, if it's a single user, then it would possibly, they would live with one entrance. So,
16: My fear is that we rezone this and then developers come in and, and nothing works. And they come here and they say, you know, if you put this little easement out to Arlington, it works terrific. It's too late at that point.
11: Well, and to kind of piggyback on that again, if the intent is to save the building in any way, shape or form, again, do we want parking on 82 or do we want the parking in the back? And, and if we want the parking in the back, again, if, if you get rid of the auxiliary gym, the cars might be able to get shimmy in between there, but there's no way to get to the parking in the back. Yeah. Yeah. And-
16: I mean, one assumption could be we take the existing building and make it retail or something on the first floor and apartments, I hate to say the word, apartments on the upper levels and you see what that gives, have somebody look at that, I don't know. It's just so, there's a lot of unknowns here.
0: Well, of. and going back to that discussion of the RA apartments, and do we include it or not include it, um, the discussion was around how to make you make use of the existing building. If we yeah, if, to you, to if you
16: take that out of there, you're tearing the existing building down. That's where Correct. I was going with that. We so made that we decision to, at that point.
0: If we were to take apartments off, we've assured the removal of the existing building.
16: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've said enough. I said too much. Oh, I have one more thing. (laughs) Architectural guidelines. I'm going to bring this up every meeting. How do we, if this goes ahead, R8A, how do we assure that those residential buildings reflect the character of existing it's
4: a great question so we are in the process and have been working um, Scott Packard Dave Maddie, and I have been working to develop some potential guidelines and standards to bring to the Planning Commission and we're hoping to bring those at the next meeting
16: now again and I think you answered this to me probably twice you, you, you answered it but again is the timeline the same as this hitting the ballot or whatever because this can't get approved before those are so it has to be simultaneously or before, because you want those in place if and when this gets approved.
4: So it was confirmed so with our law director, Dave Maddie that uh, the guidelines and or standards for the architectural characteristics, and then we're also looking at lot coverage requirements, do not need to go to the ballot and, and require planning, so planning so you commission. Can get so get those through council. Planning commission and city council approval.
16: All right, that's all I have.
0: And one of the other discussions, along with the ingress and egress, was about um, uh, one of the residents who brought up about LB along Arlington, and I know our proposal that's in front of us has no, there is no LB along Arlington at all, um, and by my memory, there never was, I mean, the discussion was we wanted to keep LB completely off of Arlington correct, to protect that residential character but I know it came up, so I wanted to bring it back up for discussion.
16: That and was probably in regards to access more than anything. It else. was, yeah.
0: it was. Um, and, But, but um, is there anybody that thinks that LB access should be provided along Arlington? Okay. And um, I know the Comstock property is not on this proposal but the discussion came up frequently about it we are connecting or we're splitting a portion of the property off to make it part of the central school property as LB but there's nothing touching Comstock is there any desire amongst anybody to change that to bring the Comstock property into this discussion no I don't see a reason to myself. No, and and that came up. I just wanted to.
1: No, I think having the twenty-foot landscape buffer protects that, and it protects, you know,
0: everybody. Agreed. Yeah, and I think that's in here. I think that's a good idea. Yes. Okay. Um, Those are the those are the notes I took down from the residents. Is there anything else that anybody wants to bring up regarding this? Um, okay. Um, being that we were discussing some of the items and going back into reviewing legal documents and reviewing with Dave Maddie, are we? It's in front of us for final approval. Should we wait for that feedback before? I think we should. I, I, it would seem that we need to to protect sure. some of the properties. Yeah we have enough gonna... time I'll,
4: I'll, confirm. Okay. I'll confirm the schedule but we did build a nice buffer into our schedule for multiple meetings for any given step
3: the, the mayor and the chair can't call a special meeting if necessary
0: okay so um, we will not take action on it this evening um, to await feedback uh, from the law director We've already
10: written uh, to the uh, building department and the uh, clerk of council to research the, all of the ordinances regarding the zoning of the church and that property along Arlington Street because I, I want to make sure that we're right on that.
0: Okay.
16: I don't know if it's if it's possible, but if there is any so-called uh, traffic studies, I hate to use the word traffic study, but if there is anything that you see that might be liable for us to consider or look at previously. There's anything, there's anything.
0: Okay, anybody else wanna add anything to this?
4: Mr. Chair, we are good on timing, just so you know. Thank you
0: for following up on that. So we do have time to get the additional research and feedback and still get on the ballot. Correct. Okay. So we will not take action this evening on Central School rezoning, and we will revisit this on a future agenda. Um, That being said, next up on the schedule is the Physician's Ambulance Facade, Parking Lot, Driveway and Building Edition at 9200 Noble Park Drive. If you are here for this, please step up to the podium. Um, If you could state your name and spelling for the record.
15: Good evening. My name is uh, David Mason, M-A-I-S-O-N.
0: Um, could you walk us through your application?
7: Sure.
15: Do you have copies of the plans in front of you? Yes, I do. Yes, you. Okay. Do, you, do you
0: need a step? No, I've got. To, I've okay. Yeah, we to have to them sure. here.
10: Okay, great. Is your
15: mic on?
12: Is green. It, green? Does it green? It's green. Yeah. Is it green? Yeah. Okay. All
15: right. Mm-hmm. Physicians' ambulance has taken over the uh, the building lo- located at ninety two hundred Noble Park Drive.
8: Sir, it's hard to hear you.
7: If something's
15: wrong. The with batteries are going out. Uh, they're both green. <laughs> you can pick it up. Is <laughs> this? There you go. Sorry. Sorry about that. Physicians' ambulance has taken over the build the existing building located at 9200 Noble Park Drive. Uh, We were before you uh, over the winter um, and received approval for uh, an access drive that is located to the to the north of the building the plan is is oriented with the uh, north to the top of the page and noble park is then is then on the right hand side or to the east
16: that's that's my stomach i'm
7: sorry <laughs> I had chicken links for dinner, so.
16: they don't
0: apologize for that no I'm sorry please continue
15: Uh, so again uh, the the phase one access drive along the north side of the building was uh, was approved by you folks uh, over the winter we're back today uh, for for phase two which is kind of the balance of the site improvements so that this building is gonna is gonna function better for for the physicians ambulance folks Uh, there's a shot of the existing building the, the first thing that we're doing is we're, we're proposing to take that n- new access drive that you gave us in phase one and and connecting it to uh, to, to Noble Park Drive so that there's a straight shot in the, the existing building in the darker blue and, and, and the light blue building to the north at some point seemed to have been connected or a shared use because the driveways you'll notice without that curb cut you have to actually enter traveling or on the north side you enter in the neighbor's parking lot so that curb cut allows us just to get onto our property and and, and park a little more efficiently uh, the second thing we're, we're proposing is is in this in the, in the second tray of parking in we've added a, about a hundred feet of length of parking or 18 parking spaces uh, and then connected it to the uh, to the existing uh, loading dock area, so that's kind of uh, again one one tray in coming from from Noble Park. The the, the southern bit of that gray is, is, is new newly proposed parking. Um, the The third thing that we're we're we're, we're showing you today is is, is we've we, I've been asked to provide for some additional parking on site. Um, and we've proposed 12 overflow spaces uh, that would be located along, the, uh, along that phase one access drive that, you could, that you've, you've previously granted us. That's, again, pointed out there in the, the lower right box, arrow to the north of the access drive. We've got a proposed driveway that's going to wrap then from the access the new, the phase one access drive along the west and southern sides s- edges of the site and connect again to the uh, to the uh, loading dock area. They want to use that uh, that area back there for for staff and and, and you know activate it. I mean, they, you know, they, they want access back there. They they have some kind of positive staff things planned. No structures or anything like that. But but to, to be able to to use the property. And then lastly, we have uh, on the on the east excuse me on the uh east side of the building there's a little bump there uh that is a new entrance addition that we saw briefly in uh in the rendering that was that was uh there we go so that'll allow us then to you know the the new the new parking pad is on the right parking trays then are connected and we enter into the center of the building we've got a little screening to kind of screen the the, uh, the dock doors and just some you know landscaping around 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 the building that's that's a start. I won't go on unless you have questions. I don't want to.
7: Excuse
5: me. The, the drawings refer to a phase one, a phase two, a future. Are these all all encompassing here? Are we are we considering all three? Please do as one. Program? Please do. You,
15: we, you technically you did give us the phase one over the winter, but 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 the references to future should have been amended, and the one site plan does. But yes, we're asking for all. To be considered. Uh,
0: Mr. Wise, uh, engineering comments?
12: Yes. I mean, it's in front of us for preliminary and final, and what's submitted is really only for preliminary, so that's all like we're moving forward. I mean, there's no stormwater reports, there's no detailed plans, it's just preliminary information. Um, one thing that uh, when when he was uh, presenting that came to mind is the distance between the driveways, and I believe there's a requirement, not saying that the commission couldn't recommend a variance or something, but I believe there's a requirement about 200 foot between driveways. Um, So we could check into that, and if it's something that the commission, or if the commission likes it as is, it could be something that they would consider with the variance. If not, we could um, see what options exist. Um, But as far as comments I have, when you came in with the original with just a driveway, we stated that if um, you did come back with additional parking uh, driveways that you would have to consider stormwater. I know you're showing graphically bioretention cells and that. You would have to actually submit us some data that we can verify that that actually uh, complies with our city code. Um, the gas you're recommending parking over top of the gas easement that the gas uh, there's a 20-inch main that runs through there um again it's at your risk at the moment but uh we would recommend that you speak to them to verify we've seen on another site they made the entire parking lot go as a pervious pavement kind of parking lot because of the gas main being underneath so you might want to like explore that sooner than later to find out if there's uh, any restrictions that you're going to have, even if there is anything that they would prevent you from putting the parking over top of it. Um, you're going to have to propose some ADA parking in what you're doing and then prove that it works, uh, compliant with all ADA requirements. And... Um, Again payment sections and things like that are gonna to have to be uh proposed so that we can verify compliance um One other thing that came to mind while you were presenting and I believe it was when Neil Brennan was on the uh as the uh planning commission uh coordinator i think I think there's some cross easements between these two parcels that that uh, that they came before us and it was i think they recommended a split at the time and then there was all kinds of easements and agreements made back and forth and that would be something we probably want to look into because i don't know if it would i mean i know there was something when they split it that they had to share the retention facility and then they allowed some of the cross parking but that I don't know if any of that's being considered as part of their application.
0: Okay. So, is that something that would be in record of prior approvals? Yes, it
12: should be, be in the planning commission. Okay. I'm sorry. That's all I had.
5: Thank you. Excuse so, me, Jerry. Would that be why you don't see setbacks between the the prop this property and the ones to the north?
12: Why they don't depict it? That would just be something they would have to. I mean, they are separate, so now they're separate parcels, but.
0: Any other questions?
5: Thoughts?
3: I'm sorry, Mr. Chairman, did did we talk about the required number of parking
0: spaces? Not yet, we haven't. He walked us through with how many um, section by section,
3: yeah yeah i mean i guess i'm asking how we determine you know the, the number that are required in total by code do we know if we meet that have you done that exercise mr mason
5: we
15: we're what we're proposing are 93 and that that meets the requ that meets the the use the
12: yeah
3: okay Yes. Yeah, manufacturing distribution so it would be either uh one space for each one and a half employees or one space for 300 square foot, whichever is greater, plus parking for guests. So you've done the calculations, what I'm asking? No,
15: no.
4: So we we looked into this uh, when they came forward with the phase one, and they moved into an existing building with existing parking. And if you could recall, as part of phase one, they were removing four parking spaces, and now they're actually adding significantly more than is existing.
3: I'm just asking us, you know, we should document it, I think, as part of our approvals process. And I like very much with what you're doing with the building, by the way. I'm just speaking as not a design professional, but I appreciate, you know, what you're doing. Looking at the plans, it looks like you have. Room for quite a bit of staff on the inside of the building too. There's a number of private offices. There's the billing common area. There's a lot, another common.
17: Area. We, we're so I'm
3: wondering what the staffing is going to be going forward, and you know, have you accommodated? The
15: 31 additional spaces cover staff and guests. Yes. They, they, it covers the needs of physician's ambulance and again
16: we're adding 31 spaces of what of what's there today do we, do if we if need, we need to add more to we'll add more Variance to drop it to whatever it is if it's I mean is that
3: I I'd just like to see him verify it. it on the submittal that you know we've done this building is this size we have this number of employees this is the parking that we need and this sure there it's, in, like it's he's done the exercise he just hasn't documented it on the submittal
15: sure
0: do you understand the request in that? And I asks, do. Okay.
15: I do. It's just because it's an existing building and the owner is already occupying it. I didn't think that it'd be necessary, but we'll we'll put it. Yeah, we'll it, do it, in it's the show. It's
0: not a question that it does or doesn't get approved. It's just a matter right. of documenting yeah, absolutely. what we're Absolutely. Doing. Yeah. Look at section
3: eleven eighty three point oh five.
0: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Well, any other um, questions, thoughts, comments from the commission?
1: Well, I, I think what we do, Mr. Chairman, I, I, I think after reviewing the engineer report, um, I think we we can only give preliminary approval at this point um, until stormwater and other items are put in. So,
0: correct. Final. Final is seems that it. We, we don't have the documentation yeah. for it, so that's fine. But for even from a preliminary approval standpoint, a couple things itemed, or identified, um, no handicapped parking spaces identified. Um, yes, he can get them in there. And is that a reason? Should, should we see that before we move forward with preliminary? Yeah.
7: we parking have all request. that clarified.
16: The parking report. And really
5: preliminary. Yeah. yeah thank you yeah. mr chairman to, to dominic's point on on the parking I, I tried to make the numbers tally couldn't do it from the existing and the proposed they, they just didn't total to the numbers that were that were shown so i mean while you're going through that just maybe i was adding wrong but uh, <laughs> you make a good point mr jansen
3: i should have brought it up i had the same issue i only come up with like 72 <laughs> Well,
5: I, I came up There's with some discrepancies between some of the drawings. I came up with 93, but I also only, I had 63 existing and only 30 added.
0: I, I mean, anyway, it it should be easy. Um, so a few things to verify. One, as Mr. Wise pointed out, is checking um, old approvals regarding the adjacent property. Um Other would be identifying ADA parking spaces. And another would be to identify how many parking spaces are here versus how many are required. Um, Is there anything else um, that we'd be requesting of the applicant Uh, if he has to come back? I don't want to come up with more information Next next time.
3: Mr. Chairman, the, Mr. Wise, correctly reminds me we should confirm too that we're uh, we don't need a variance for the distance between the driveways. And I should have caught that, but I, I'm not sure what the answer is. But we need
7: to so
3: confirm we,
0: that we need to confirm what the separation. That is, that yeah, has. that there's no
3: need for a variance for okay. the separation.
0: Okay. Do you have um, clear direction as to what we're looking for? Just I do. Want to make sure that if we yeah. can clarify anything now, that we do that. But
15: to whoever's point just said, it. if there's anything else that we're going to talk about, is there anything else we want to we want to address for the next time? Are we OK with the, the look of the addition? Or are we OK with, yes? you know, we square up the parking, make sure there aren't any issues, check that drive, location, make sure there's a variance required. Are
3: you all right with the aesthetics?
15: Yep. Okay.
0: Additional yeah, is fine. fine. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Is that it? Yes. Thank you. All right. Next on the agenda. Find my agenda.
7: Let's
0: did you steal my agenda? Okay. <laughs> Next up is the Highland Drive Subdivision Consultation at 9457 Highland Drive. If you are here for this topic this evening, please step up to the podium. And please state your name and spelling uh, for the record. Thank you.
18: Hi, uh, my name is Hannah Cohan, that's C-O-H-A-N and then I have uh, Rick Lundstrom here with me and Travis Crane as well
0: okay um so you're here for a consultation this evening so you're not seeking approvals yet you want to get our feedback correct um, that being said we have a plan in front of us and, and uh, we received an updated plan today um, could you please just walk us through and, and explain what it is that you're proposing here I know we have a plan but just your explanation of, of what what is being proposed
18: yeah a- absolutely um, I'm here representing a Triban investment uh, we are a local land developer and um, our sister company you may know is Knez homes which is a local real estate developer as well as a home builder um, just a, a quick background um, In February of this year, we submitted a bid in response to a bid proposal request from the city and the school board for this property. Um, The city did, uh, and the school board selected our bid out of the ones that were submitted. Um, We're currently in the process of ironing out our contract with the school board, and we hope to have that finalized soon. Um, So tonight we're here, as you said, for the pre-application consultation. Um, at a very early conceptual conceptual stage, um, hoping to get some preliminary feedback to make sure we're going in the right direction before we take this project much further. Um, So a quick overview of the site. It's just over 21 acres off Highland Drive. It backs up to the Valley Parkway. The Highland Elementary School is currently on the site. Um, We are proposing that we demolish that school building. That, um, that and the conceptual site plan that you see were both included in our bid submittal to the school district, so they're aware of that and generally open to the plans that we had submitted. Um, so we're proposing 15 single family lots right now. Um, it'll be a single cul-de-sac entered off Highland Drive. Um, we have proposed a stormwater basin near the entry on the north side of the drive. Um, our future plan will be once we have this subdivision approved to partner with uh, Both local and national high-end home developers for the vertical construction of the homes um, The lots we have set up to maximize the privacy of the neighbors unfortunately to the south We don't have any neighbors because of the Valley Parkway um, To the west side of the site the lots are really set off of the property line So it shouldn't be a significant impact to the neighbors there um, to the east to the southeast corner there's a large green space that's an amenity to the Chapel Hill development, the neighbors. so that provides a nice wooded buffer to that portion of the property. And for our neighbor to the northeast, our lot it's a um, so lot 15 is set fairly far back from Highland so that there's minimal impact towards that existing house. It's really more um, set into their rear yard as far as possible. Um, the site is currently zoned R-20, so our plan is to conform to that R-20 zoning as much as possible. Um, d- detached single-family dwellings are an allowable use, which is what we're proposing. Um, there's no required minimum area or density, but just to give you an idea, we're at about 1.4 units per acre for our total density. Um, The proposal, our lot sizes are complying with the 20,000 square foot minimum, and our setbacks are are complying with the requirements. So we have a 60-foot front yard, two 15-foot side yards minimum, giving us the 30-foot aggregate minimum, and 60-foot rear yards as well. There's a couple challenges on the existing site. There is a gas well. There's a gas line that runs straight across it. and an easement for that gas line. So our proposal is working around those obstacles. Um, So you can see that easement that kind of cuts diagonally north to south. Um, There's also some possible wetlands on the site. We're at a preliminary stage right now. We have a wetlands consultant on board and a preliminary delineation, but I don't have 100% our hard numbers on that for you this evening. We are confident, however, that we won't be impacting anything more than a half an acre, so we won't need a national permit for that. Um, There's a couple variances that we are anticipating. One is for a maximum cul-de-sac length. The limit is 800. We're just over 1,100. I think we're at 1,126. We did study a, a number of surrounding subdivisions and found that that's pretty common to find a cul-de-sac that's exceeding the 800 feet, so we think there's some reasonable precedence in the area for that variance. Um, There's also a minor variance for some non-radial lot lines. There are three side lot lines right now that don't conform exactly. Um, And the reason for that is we wanted to keep the lot shape as regular as possible, and we want to give the end user the best usable building footprint and to make them all perfectly radial actually kind of skews the lots so they're not quite as regular as what we're proposing. Um, One of the questions that we have tonight, there was a note in the city report about the lot shape as well, so hoping for some guidance on um, what the concern there is so we can make sure we address that appropriately. the last thing I want to mention is we are considering um, again we're at a conceptual phase now but adding two more lots if we can that would be larger estate type lots that would sit in between sublots one and two they would set farther back off the roads so they would be almost behind one and two um, to get out of that gas line uh, easement that exists so that's something we wanted to float to you and see if that makes sense um, I'd get a little bit of preliminary feedback on that. Um, and, and really our goal tonight is to hear if there's any other um, blind spots you see that we have, if there's something that we need to be considering that we haven't thought of yet, and also if you have any suggestions on how we can improve our plan.
3: Ms. Conrad, I didn't get the company you work for.
18: Triban Investment.
3: Could you spell
8: that?
18: T-R-I-B-A-N.
0: And that's the developer. Yes. Okay, um, at, at first glance, looking at the number of lots at 15, it mm-hmm. seems seems reasonable to get started. Well, regarding the other two that you mentioned, um, we can discuss that. But I guess before we, we go into that too much, uh, Mr. Wise, do we have any engineering?
12: I do. I mean, it's conceptual, so there's really no formal review, but I've, I've definitely taken a look at it, and I have, I have some questions. Um, I guess first, for some clarification, you said, I can see where your wetlands are, and I know they're, they haven't been substantiated by the Corps, but I, I also know Davy, so they're probably not too far off. Is your intent to fill the wetlands that are on the sublots?
18: Only if they're impacting the building area.
12: So then your intent would be, then you'd be placing conservations on the backs of those lots, which would potentially make some of the rear yard um, not usable or they'd have to protect it in some manner. Correct. Okay. Um, the commission, I'm not a voting member of the commission, but they might have comments on that later. Uh, the gas well, I understand the gas line, Dominion's line. Now the, the well, um, what is your rights to the well? And are you, are you planning on taking it over? And if so, are, are you keeping it active or are you capping it?
18: So it is active and it will stay active. Um, we will own the property and the mineral rights when we acquire the property. But there is a long-term lease on that well to someone else, and they will main, that that lease will remain in perpetuity, I believe.
12: Okay, and then, I, I think I remember, but. Um, the proximity of an uh, active well to, uh, exist or to a proposed house is 25 feet. Is that correct?
18: I'm not sure. I'd have to verify that.
12: Okay. All right. Um,
17: Mr. Wise, is that a question regarding zoning code or um, ODNR? ODNR? ODNR. regulations? I don't think ODNR has...
12: Um, an active well? I thought they did an active. I don't
17: believe so. Okay. Nothing on active. It's
0: if a it, if if it, it well is placed within a certain distance of a new well. So it's, if, that, if the well is there, then the house can, can be closer to it not vice versa.
12: Okay, so then, again, then to then to clarify, you would have, in your current layout, you would have an active well in the back of sublot four?
18: Correct. Okay.
12: Um. All right, so then to go into the, just the layout, I mean, how, how conceptual was, it? I mean, did you just, um, put something down just to open up a conversation or is this like if you had 100 by 200 it, you have room on the site and you put the lots some of the lots at the minimum while well, you have some of them that are varying up to well some are over almost up to 45 46 but then you have some right at like 20 but and I understand you tried to make the lots not I mean more code compliant but 20,000 is a minimum and like for instance like coming into the subdivision you could easily improve sublot 1 for instance by following the gas line on your one property line um, extending it and for instance creating a lot that could be 30 35000 square foot um sublot 2 same thing it could increase the size sublot 3 you could increase the size sublot you I guess arbitrarily just held 35 feet off the gas line easement, but you could actually move over to it. And like all of those lots, like sub lot four could get uh, larger, five could get larger, more rear yard. And then you could shift the, you have that north, um, the north-south section of the road. You could actually then, if you had 35 feet to spare, you could move the road over a little bit and increase then some of them up against, um uh That would be the east side. And then again, coming back out 13, 14, 15, if you took advantage of the um, space up against the gas line, all those lots could be repositioned and increased from the minimum to maybe you can't get to 30,000, but maybe you can get them to uh, 25,000. And again, it's the same thing. You're just the same 15 lots, just using the land, I guess, more just using the land as opposed to just making the straight uh, 20,000 square foot uh, lot. And it just seems like you'd have the ability to construct a home of a higher value. Um, again, in general, uh, you, the zoning was passed for 100 by 200. Um, so I mean, that is uh, the lot. That's a legal minimum. But what I'm suggesting also would then Planning Commission would speak to it, but you already had non-radio lines. It would add non-radio lines. It would add um, some by code would be irregular lots, but nothing that they would be improved lots. So I don't know if the commission would be negative towards it. Um, So those are just some of my um, comments. And one more thing I wanted to mention. Do you have the requirements of the national or the Metro parks? Did anyone provide those to you?
18: I don't believe so.
12: Okay, so it, it doesn't necessarily affect, I can give you a copy, I have it. Um, they gave us a letter, and I mean, you could pull it, it should be in with the deed, but there's only really one of them that should have, would have some impact, but against uh, Valley Parkway, there is a 30, again, right now you're showing a building line, um, which per Brecksville's code would mean the primary house couldn't exceed the building line. But the Metro Parks has a 30 foot setback from the Cleveland Metro Parks property line for any building or structure. So that would further limit, like, you would never have a shed up there. And if you're, it is a requirement. So I think it should be something that's depicted on the plan as if it moves forward. And, um, but again, um, everything I said, I guess, is a suggestion that I think could improve your 15 lots um, if you choose to uh, go that direction.
18: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And I think um, we're happy to make the lots larger. I think we were primarily worried about creating more variances. So we were really trying to minimize that by keeping our lot lines perpendicular and radial as much as possible. But if that's something that the commission is more open to larger lots, if that means some lot lines that are not perpendicular or radial, we we would be happy to increase the lot size.
12: Sorry, one more question then. I guess, I mean, I am somewhat familiar with Knez, but is it your intent? Are you just developing the street, putting in improvements, and selling lots? Yes. Okay. Selling lots to individuals?
18: Um, we are currently planning on selling to both local and national home builders, but that is not 100% set in stone at the moment.
16: Individual lots? Or Correct,
18: know, F- fully improved five individual, or
11: individual lots. Or
1: Um, you made a comment about a, a bigger a bigger property, two of them, and one you were talking about between one and two. Um, why didn't we try and de- depict that on the drawing?
18: We wanted to get some preliminary feedback first. We didn't know if the commission would be receptive of that because it's going to require us to cross over that easement. Um, We are allowed to cross the easement with the pavement, so we don't think it's an issue from the Dominion Energy's perspective. But um, yeah, we we would be very interested in adding those two lots if if there's amenability. They would both be in between one and two, so we can get there's at least 200 feet of frontage between them right now. So you'd
1: actually, as, as I'm looking at this, you'd put them behind two, three, and four?
12: lots.
18: They would be flag lots and they would be in irregular shape, which was another reason we were a little bit hesitant to show it at this stage um, until we found out how open to irregular shapes you guys are. But they would be crossing the easement and then both the bulk of the building area would lie south of lot one
0: just to clarify for my own knowledge between one and two would just be the driveways
18: correct
11: correct
0: and the building area itself sets south of that and to the west of the easement correct okay
11: so their backyards would or their front yards would be backyards to one two three four five
18: I think they, w- they would be more like um, estate lots that are just set very far back off the street. So it's just a longer driveway. They're not really going to be facing the backyards. They would still be oriented as much as possible towards the road. I mean, we would have to play with the angle a bit. And um, if there is amenability to that idea, we will certainly bring a drawing for it next time we're here.
10: How far are you away from the Park Boulevard, Valley Parkway? The I rear- can't tell from this.
18: The rear yard setback is 60 feet that we're showing.
10: You're showing 50 feet. But
12: it's are, they're showing 60 up the property line. I think Valley Parkway is, is it 100 or is it 200? Is it 200? The right away or the their property. I think it's 100. I thought
10: it's 100, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Back to those two lots, I think to me, I think that would be really awkward putting those two two properties behind those other ones in, in that situation. Yeah.
3: We, we've we've turned down a lot of flag lot requests over the years.
1: It just I think it's just in it,
3: this property in that area. I don't think it's really heavily wooded necessarily. And some of it is, but it's all woods. It's all at that woods. That far that right behind lot one.
16: Wood.
12: I mean, it's not all woods because the the gas main where the gas main is goes through the center right, of the yeah. school median, um, so they would have they would have that one section. Right now, the school has the one section of the parking lot on the other side of the, uh, but the road. it would be so. I don't know. Depending on how they position yeah, the house, which obviously have they have don't show anything, it lost. would be. Um, Possibly like half, half yeah, wooded, or wooded, wooded or something, but yeah. I'm, I'm concerned they about don't have anything shown, so I don't know.
3: You know the backyards of two, three, four, and five, because that easement, which is cleared, is right behind them.
12: Correct. So.
1: The, the other one I have a problem with is lot three. Yes. Lot three just seems like we we squished that lot in there.
18: I think if you're open to a non-perpendicular lot line on lot two, we would be able to move lot two closer to that gas easement and open up lot three, which I think would improve both lots. Agreed. I think
3: to Mr. Yeah. Yeah, Weiss's points, if the lots are functional and you're making them bigger, which helps in that regard, we'd be open because the the other issue besides the triangular look that I have with three right now is there's a section of code that says the rear lot line must be at least 60% of the required front yard width, which is 100 foot and you're like 14 foot, the dimensions you have here. So that's a really tight backyard. I don't think that yard is is very functional.
1: No, and I think it impacts lot two and not lot four, Mm -hmm. you know, just with privacy. Yeah,
3: Good point, Councilman.
0: Um, With the suggestions from Mr. Wise though, if you're able to shift that a little bit, use that to your advantage, work on improving lot three.
18: Absolutely. I th- we'd be happy to have Lot 3 expanded a bit as well.
0: So then the non-typical shape for Lot 2 is okay because it's improving Lot 3. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: And then what is your protection for the wetlands? They're, you're going you're gonna, to, from your comment to Mr. Wise, you're going to leave the wetlands in the backyard?
18: As much as possible, yes. And then
1: what are you going to do to protect them?
18: We haven't gotten that far into our plan yet. I don't know, um, Travis, if you have any preliminary ideas on that.
17: Yep, uh, Travis Crane, C-R-A-N-E, last name, with uh, Davy Resource Group. I mean, we'd be open to ideas from the Planning Commission. We've done that multitude of ways across Northeast Ohio, sometimes we, Uh, don't do anything I mean that that wetland shows up in the jurisdictional determination and it's of record Um, sometimes it's um, platted and sometimes we'd plat an easement around it Um, to the full extent that sometimes it has to go into a conservation easement there are some complexities with a conservation easement I'm sure the developer would prefer not to do Um, That's usually hiring a third party 501c3 that's involved in stewarding that conservation easement but often you know putting some, putting an easement around it, putting that on the plat, restricts that area?
1: Yeah, it would be just, it would be nice if they were put on, it'd be nice if you guys came up with a plan so that they don't just disappear.
12: I mean, sure. I mean, they have the right to permit them, and they're in the half acre yeah. so they have the right to permit them, and that could also be an avenue they pursue.
1: Jerry, do you, do you understand what he's saying
12: there? Yeah, he yes. definitely does.
3: <laughs> Jerry, to your knowledge, have we ever put a Created a lot with a well on it like this before.
12: Have we created one?
7: Yeah.
12: In Brexville, I'm saying no, I, but can't, I can't. See. I can't picture one, but I don't. I also know that there. There probably isn't a restriction from ODNR, so. Yeah. I thought there was regulations on the proximity to a house, whether it was capped or active. I know that I thought it was greater when it was, if they were drilling it, I thought it had to be a greater distance, but since it's active, um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, again, I could check uh, back in my files, but I'm sure uh, he's that he was probably correct in his assessment, but
17: my understanding is there's there's significant setbacks from placing a new well to an existing structure but I don't believe ODNR has any setbacks placing a new structure to an existing well
7: they
4: don't you're you're correct Um, I could not
17: find anything in Brexel zoning code addressing the matter either but that doesn't mean I didn't miss it
4: there's there's no criteria for distance from existing well to new house and it's 300 feet like you said from an existing house to a new well
0: What do you do to that to make it look okay?
12: (laughs) (laughs) Right now it's in a board on board, uh, it's inside of a board on board fence.
1: (laughs) The fence hides it right now. Yeah.
12: Again, then again, on the school right now is the, the wells there and then the, at the back of the uh, parking lot, the tanks are over there, there. So they, they both would, um, both would have to remain or they, I mean, they could relocate the tanks, but I doubt they want to. Um, Want that. There's only one well feeding those tanks There's not like another oh, well being Somebody pumped over there. Correct. Yeah. It's just one to
18: our knowledge.
5: And it's motorized, not a pump jack. So it's smaller package.
7: Yeah.
0: So they're in for a consultation tonight and they had talked about, uh, they're, they're not listed, but potential estate lots that sit in that South, uh, West. Uh, Mr. Stuckey offered some, some thoughts on it, I, I guess, to hear from the rest of the commission uh, on it. Um, to, as, as they mentioned, the state lots, one or two lots, um, I think if two, two, I think it ceases to be a large estate lot, it's just two more lots. Um, <laughs>
7: that's it, <laughs> right. <laughs>
10: that's
0: <one>. um,
7: <clears throat>
10: figure that one out, huh?
0: But it, it, I, I guess I I waffle on it a little bit because here's all this land and well yeah, I guess it's a nice amenity that there, there's this wooded area between the the different homes um,
11: I think but, it but would I, be helpful to see it. I mean yeah. where like I'm just having a hard time envisioning an estate lot that you know, You're there and you can look into neighbors backyards like you know like that that's my front yard is somebody else's backyard and Mm -hmm. you know that's
0: right whichever way it faces it's looking into like i said it just
5: just feels clumsy
11: right
0: yeah i i understand the objective and i
5: what's that at some point it becomes a commercial issue for the for them to solve right
0: yeah
3: it could have a lot of
1: impact on all the lot.
3: And Salem what's nice about involved. the way it is
1: right now is it gives the, the people that are on highland a lot of backyard where yep. you're not you're not having people intruding on your privacy and that was one of the big things that was brought to us prior was making sure that whatever went in there gave the people on highland Road some privacy so yeah and
0: i i think the way it's drawn provides that it, it
1: does but yeah. then then you take it away by putting two more lots Right. Yeah, up, I, up
0: against there. I guess f- this is just my opinion, not the commission. I, I can't see two. One, as, as Ms. Cardos mentioned, maybe if we see it to evaluate it, but I, I can't see. I can't see in a, a scenario where two of them really works. Um, one would be questionable, and we would review it. Um, and it's something that we've talked about in the past you know, have to go to f- full engineering you can come in with some rough sketch drawings and, and, and run it by us and discuss it um, but, but I think seeing it would um, facilitate the discussion.
18: Okay thank you for the suggestion I think if we could do an informal review on that later maybe that
12: would be a good route for us. Okay. And then I guess with that if you're going to do it I probably would show it both with your current layout and a new lot configuration or if you choose to do that way, but with that estate lot, but then also on both, show the tree line so that we can actually see that versus what you're proposing.
7: Okay.
3: Anything
0: else? um just acknowledge for the record that we do have a letter from eric Geyer. everybody has it in front of in front of you Um, i don't everybody's already read it but just acknowledging that we have received it so mr Geyer knows that his thoughts have been taken into consideration by planning commission Do you have adequate feedback from the commission tonight? Um, Do you have any questions? Because it's a consultation, so we want to give you as much. I I don't want you to walk away uh, with a lack of clarity of what we're suggesting or um, discussing.
18: I appreciate that, Um, and I appreciate all the feedback we've received. I think the only thing I would want to clarify is that the board is open to more irregular lot shapes. And non-perpendicular and radio lot lines, if that leads to larger and more usable building areas on the resulting lots. Yes,
1: um, and the, yes. And if it helps, yep. lot three. <laughs>
3: and, and let me say, just from my own standpoint, I, I appreciate how respectful you've been of the code because we we certainly would have seen a, other developers come in and uh, try to push uh, the envelope, if you will. So mm-hmm. this, I think, was a good starting
0: thank you yeah I think even the quantity um, it's not trying to force too much in here 15 seems like a reasonable number with the suggestions that were brought forth um, some of those can push and pull and uh, yes we want a rectangular lot but if we make it a little bit irregular and capture some of that space for the homeowners instead of it just being green space or, uh, well, not green space, but um, unowned common space. So that, that makes sense. Um,
7: and as Mr.
0: Stuckey mentioned, it can improve lot three. Everything else I, I seems, seems to make sense to me.
10: One question, though, I, I, I want to ask uh, Do you have uh, Dominion's approval on crossing their gas easement?
18: We do. For the road? For the road and for our utilities.
0: Okay. okay. Any other thoughts you'd like to send with the applicant? Okay. Yes, um, thank you for bringing this forward. Um, it's a good, respectful approach. Well,
18: thank you very much.
0: Yes, Mr. Chairman. Hmm? dismissed? Motion to adjourn. Second.
11: Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Danson? Yes.
5: Mr. Cato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes, ma'am. Mayor Ruby?
7: Yes. Mr. Stuffy. Yes.